Yo, what's up, guys? You're tuned in with Tunic, and you're listening to Podducer. Podducer. Thank you so much for coming out. We we really appreciate it. I know it's a, it's a busy weekend, so thank you for taking just a second. I think we start out with a little fun question, which we ask all of our guests on the long-form podcast, which is... What was your first concert? Taking me back right now, man. Taking me back. First yeah. concert. Got to think back here. So I, my first actual big event I attended being a concert was my friend dragged me to Bamboozle. I think it was 2008 or 2009. I was young. I think I was like 12 or 13. And um, that was the first actual show I've ever been to. And that was unreal. I got to see, I think it was Chiodos, Anti-Flag, like Paramore. It's all these old school like people that I used to love back in the day. And I feel like that experience really kind of brought me together to create the sound that I love today. Is that a festival? Yeah, it's a festival. It was in the Meadowlands in New Jersey. Okay. And it was just a bunch of bands that would come along. And I think like Skrillex played one year and whatnot. Um, the year I went, it was, it was unreal. <laughs> the one thing I remember about that show was the very last act. They had Snoop Dogg closing out. Oh, no. And I didn't, you know, I don't really know too, too much at that age. But all I remember was after hearing bands all day, Snoop Dogg came out to close out the night. And I kid you not, I was like, I got a movie. I was standing in the back of the crowd and I just saw clouds of smoke just yeah, like yeah, coming yeah. out from the crowd. And you just smell weed going all throughout the crowd. And I was just like, this is wild. Did like, you know what weed was? I actually point? did. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, maybe unfortunately, but I did. I didn't smoke a lot. I knew what it was. I knew what the smell was. I smelt it off. And I was yeah. just around, you know, maybe the wrong people at the right time, but mm. created who I was today. And, Maybe got a little contact high. Yeah, you know, here it's just a little you bit. Know. You can't help but get a contact high yeah, when, when Snoop Dogg's playing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I ain't gonna walk away. Snoop no. Dogg. No, you're in the crowd. You almost can't walk D-O-Double away. You're just. G, baby, we yeah. here for it, man. Having a good time. So, yeah, so that was like the first actual like event I went to. And then after that, you know, obviously it added on to more and more. And then soon enough, you know, we got into more metal type stuff. I was a big Slipknot fan for a nice, while. Nice. So I was kind of into that more you know, nastier type of weird stuff. And that all really just developed the Tunic project for what I do today, I guess. So it all it all does, over time, it really adds up to itself. For sure, for sure. I feel like that's a good segue into just kind of asking who some of your inspirations are, um, both like now, like new people, and also when you got into it. So you said Slipknot, like the metal stuff, but. Yeah. So yeah. Slipknot, basically, I was pretty much obsessed with them. And I think like their whole idea of their project really inspired me. And I was a drummer at the time, so I was doing a lot of drumming percussion. Oh, okay. And Joey Jordanson was my absolute favorite. I would watch him do, do drum solos all the time, do whatever I could to try and see Slipknot at the time. But I was so young, so hard to go with anyone. Just didn't, didn't have the right people to go with. And they never came around to where I was, but it definitely led to, to where I am today. So I'm happy about it. For sure. And who, who now are you like looking up to? Who now am I looking at? That's a that's a good one. Uh, Yourself, like no, 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 no I, I ain't that selfish. Um, big people I'm looking up to. I mean, the one dude I gotta I gotta say is uh, my dude Torch out of Toronto. He is dude's on fire. I mean, that makes sense. Kids, yeah, literally on fire like a torch. Um, he's just cranking out tunes like no other, and they're all quality. You know, he'll send me a dub pack, and I'll be like, damn, dude, here's a tune, and then next week he'll send me seven more, and I'm like, dude, dude just doesn't stop. He's amazing. He's up and coming. I'm sure he's just going to blow the fuck up. Uh, other people I'm really into, uh, Soma out of Bristol, UK. 
I love his work. His like work is name. so good. Yeah, D2 out of Bristol as well. I love his work. He's another great producer. Uh, his solo projects too, Javon Ives, his uh, R&B alias, I guess you could say. Okay. Man of, man of many different talents. For uh, sure. A prodigy, as I would say. Someone like him who can just nail it in every single genre and every track is spot on. So between those people, I think those would probably be some of my biggest inspiration. One more, I guess I got to mention is uh, my dude is dead out of Buffalo, New York, representing. Um, he's another monster. I mean, just unreal productions. Yeah. Yeah, Every yeah. time he sends me tunes, I'm just like, bro. Get out of here. Yeah, I'll probably, like, fuck off. Like, probably yeah. spend some of his new stuff tonight. Sometimes it's nice. so good. unreal, okay. dude. It's nuts. But yeah, th those cats, they're, they're on. That's a, that's a good amount of cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you about the uh, autumnal equinox, uh, the Alex, the, yeah, the Alex Gray at uh, the the Sanctuary of Mirrors, the Hall of Mirrors. What's it yeah, called? Yeah, uh, It was at Entheon. They have Entheon is their the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors. They made in Chapel uh, of Sacred Mirrors. Yeah. How did you get booked for that? And like, tell me a little bit about that experience because so, I just know there's nothing like trippier than Alex Gray. That was amazing. So I always knew about that place. I never went growing up or anything and I just I just never made it there you know it, it wasn't far from where I grew up it's a little bit up north and I always knew about it the dude I'm actually here with tonight he used to go back and then he used to tell me he, he saw a tipper there uh, a bunch of bunch of cats that yeah you wouldn't see now and I'm just like, they played up at his house so I always knew what was there and they would do it inside his actual house and for anyone that's listening that's been there they know the house is incredible. I mean, you got art in every single room. It's got a family room type of vibe to where, you know, you're not playing on a big stage production. You're playing in their living room yeah. to these people that come out for the music and art. Um, that booking specifically, it was kind of unexpected. And uh, my jaw, I was just like, wow, it's really happening. I'm so excited for this, you know? I mean, I looked at the lineup and there was not that many other like DJs. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many DJs that I think would fit like the trippiness and like what they're trying to do. But obviously there was something special about you that they were like, we want him, you know? So I think another big thing was um, I run high by sound system and a lot of the stuff we were doing, a lot of the sessions were up in the Hudson Valley, not far from Wappinger Falls where Cosmos located. And through that, a couple of the people that worked for Cosm uh, TJ, Alexa, Katie, if you're listening, bless you guys. Um, they would come out some of the sessions, and I think they kind of just said the, the right word to the right people. And yeah. the one day I just got the email, and nice. Uh, my agent was like, "You're gonna want to see this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, How was the actual experience? Like? The experience was incredible. So um, what was neat was they have Entheon, which was not opened up back in the day. And then after, once COVID hit, they stopped doing events and they were still building it. And it's all their art pieces all gathered up in this beautiful three-story facility compound. It's a huge concrete building. And there is some of the most insane art in there I've ever seen. Alex's pieces, Alex's pieces, other people's pieces. But one thing they did have there that was incredible to see and kind of like weird to see was they have Albert Hoffman's original glasses that he was wearing when he synthesized LSD on Bicycle Day no in way. there. No so way. when I walked by that, I saw it and I was like, You like the, looked through them and there was like yeah. a prison. And I, I, yeah, like, I was like, whoa, Alvin. these are crazy. Yeah. So they're in a whole case and everything. There's a whole like monument type of display dedicated wow. to him. So Alex, I'm assuming he's very close with his family, says that it was gifted through his family to them. And it's just crazy to know someplace in upstate New York has something like that. Yeah. 
history. You know what I mean? It's like that, that that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Mind. Yeah, that's nuts. How was the reception to like your set? Like, were people digging Absolutely. it? Absolutely. So I, I just I want to know yeah. about this because that it's place is it seems so like sacred. It is. Like the work that they're doing the is just there amazing. Was unmatched. I mean, between the the amazing hospitality and everything else was great, but just walking around the property because you can yeah. walk around. There's trails. The Wisdom Trail goes to the woods. You can go down to. Um, they have like a field, like a giant bird cage, and it's just, it's a magical experience. And, you know, I went, a bunch of friends went too, and we just kind of walked around during the day and just explored before the music started. And Yeah, it no, it's, I feel like if any way to describe it, I'm sure it was a trip. Yeah. And you know, it's cool though, too. It was uh, Blue Tech and Desert Dwellers played inside Entheon, and then they had that close off, I believe it was at midnight, and then I played inside their house in their living room. They had a whole setup. Oh. They had a little, little stage setup, little speakers, but you're in their family room. There's, you take off your shoes before you go and they make everyone take off their shoes. Mm. And being on the same floor as people, people right in front of you, it's a different experience than being on a big yeah, stage, stage and looking yeah. down at people. When you're on the same floor, I know so many other people say this too, but you really become one with the crowd as well. And you can accept the energy a lot better that way. Mm. Uh, some of those shows are some of my favorite. Yeah. You really get such an amazing, like the house party vibe. Like the house party vibes. They're yeah. like at the next level. The house parties are always the best parties, oh, man. Kool-Aid party, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. So, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about Hi-Vi. Hi-Vi, right? Hi-Vi. Hi-Vi sound Hi-Vi, system. Yeah. yeah. So Hi-Vi sound system is a, it's a project I wasn't really intended on starting, um, but it kind of just fell into place. Long story short, when I first started playing uh, events as Tunic back in like 2018, 2019, uh, I met these people through playing through a couple places in uh, Brooklyn. They go by Jungle Skank and Sound Systems, uh, based out of Long Island. And I knew that they built sound systems. I know they had sound systems. So I started seeing them around, and we started talking. And you know, one day, it just hit me, and I was like, you know, like the, I see what these guys are building. They're building, building great systems. What it looks like. And I am a sound system lover myself. And I had a pair of like powered Mackies at my house, nothing, you know, just like a little PA yeah. system. I thought it would have been yeah. cool to like talk to them and be like, hey, if you got like an extra sub laying around, let me buy that off you. And I'll just hook it up to my Mackies and like me and my friends can post up somewhere and have a little party, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I'll never forget the day that I asked them that one night, they're, they're, they're brothers, the two of them. And I asked and they looked at each other and they laughed. They're like, nah, bro, like if you get one, like you gotta get two. And I'm yeah. like, oh man. I'm like, Right. And don't plug them in with those Mackies. Yeah. No, so, so that came in a little bit. So I'm like, all right, say less. So a couple of weeks went by, and I didn't really hear from them. You know, they're they're doing their own. They're doing my own thing. But I I know they said that. So I hit them up. I was like, yeah, are you, are you still good for that? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you know, let, let's go look in storage. Let's go see what we got in there. And sure enough, a week goes by, and um, I'll never forget the day Jesse, the guy called me and he was like hey pat we're digging out your subs right now we found two that we think are gonna like for you but they're like you know what man they're like uh we're just gonna kind of give you like a whole turnkey half stack instead and um you're just gonna run with it and all i got is i can't thank them enough man they hooked it up it's just family love man because i wouldn't have ever been able to obtain that if it wasn't for them and I guess they just saw it in me and that I could do something with that instead of it just sitting around maybe. And it was just one of their older models that they had, you know, you build one, you do the next one better, you build another, you do yeah, so on yeah, and so yeah. forth. And they're on a whole nother design now. So this was just sitting there and yeah, I got lucky enough to where they kind of 
you know, at a fair price, pass it along my way and just kind of let me run with it. And in 2019, I think it was October 2019, I went and I picked it up and uh, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And some of the best times I've ever had were with that sound system and people all around. So it's, it's, been, it's, it's been getting a lot more recognition than I ever thought it would. And, yeah. you know, when I came back, I was living in Florida over the winter. We, I had the intentions before I left I talked to them and I was like, listen, because we started doing events more and more, started getting booked for other shows with bigger people. And, you know, half stack's only so much. It's great for like, yeah. you know, a nice friend party, you got 20 people, string up, have a good time, play some reggae. But when you're booking, when you're getting booked for artists out of the country to play on and stuff, it can only do so much to so many people. So I got the, you know, we would do it so many times and there's so many times where we were having sessions and events and I would look at my friend Dean who runs it with me and I'd say, we need more. We need another it's, one. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's not another, like we need yeah, another yeah. one. So I had the intentions and I, I planned, I bought amps, I acquired a bunch of amplifiers, the drivers and everything over time with the intentions of, okay, I'm gonna get another one. And before I left for Florida, I just called him. I was like, listen guys, I, I just need a quote you got to build me another one. And they said, of course you will. And soon they came back and they built it like that. I think I was in Florida for a month and they sent me pictures of it, like all wow. built or, and then they're like, it's waiting for it. I was like, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be a couple months, but yeah, I got, I got it. So they hooked it up again, man. And like I said, I can't thank them enough because it wasn't for them. I would have never, I would, I'm not a, you know, woodsman or anything. My friends build, but not me, dude. So they, it's like a craft. Yeah. Like you got to know a guy. You got to, you got to have a wood shop connect. You got to know what you're doing. When you're cutting this way. You got to know what kind of wood to use. And you got to know the electrical components. Yeah. These guys know it all. And like I said, I just can't thank them enough for kind of passing that torch to me and just seeing what I could do with it. You could either put the torch out and do nothing with it and they wouldn't care. Or you could do it. I'm hoping they would want to see and take the torch and you run with it. And that's essentially what happened. So this is something that's like, do you book these out separate from like your question. your tunic gigs yeah, and like? So a lot of people ask that actually. Yeah. yeah. So the way it basically works is, you know, the tunic project is itself. This is like my main vision. Your artistry. My, yeah. It's my artist project. Yeah. The sound system, like I said before, kind of just it was one of those things that just kind of just like tapped me on the shoulder and it was like, do I want to open this door and walk down this hallway and see where it's gonna go, or do I want to just like slam the door on them? I chose to walk down that hallway and do it as a side project of just like having sound. You know, it's, I love sound systems. I'll go downstairs and look at this thing like every single day. I'm not even playing, I'll just be like, just like that thing like, looks nice. Like, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I just want to like hug it. And I've hugged yeah. it like so many times. Like I love it, like it's beautiful. So I don't throw, we don't throw events. That's like not really what we do. Uh, my boy Dean and I, we're more of just, we do sessions and all the sessions we've done, except a couple, I think some of the larger things where we did it in, different venues we might have charged to cover five ten dollars when I was the door whatever it may be but for all the sessions we do they're all free um we did we had a residency at regional ruckus up in poughkeepsie in the hudson valley last friday and saturday of every month we would do a night of reason which is a night that we decided to do focused on vinyl education through sound systems so we would set the sound system up in a family room type of style would have the turntable set up on a on a coffee table that'd be nice luxury couches sitting around next to the bar and it was open to the public so our, our whole idea was to try and just educate people on sound system and the love of vinyl music too like playing music through vinyl through a sound system because most people don't really know they right. love it until they get in front of it so yeah. having that ability to do that was a blessing because you can get so many people in front of it that when that kind of hit 
and Dean locked that in, that was all him. Um, that really changed a lot because a lot of people are going to come see it and just walk in. We have people stumble in from just the street and be like, yo, we hear this, this room shaking from down the road. Like what? They're like, oh shit, this is cool. Yeah, like what yeah, the fuck? Like, like this, yeah. is, I'm gonna grab a drink and I'm gonna sit down on this couch real quick and watch you select some records for a minute. And it's just neat because then these people are intrigued. They're like, never experienced this. And I think that's my main goal with the project. It's not, my main goal with Hi-Vi is to educate people on sound system and hope that people will fall in love with it just like I did when I first heard sound system. And that's where the whole kind of free sessions go. You know, we do the, we're doing this thing too called, um, we would do sound system Sundays down by the water up in Poughkeepsie. We try and do it every couple months. We'd go down there noon on a Sunday of last of the month, whenever we picked and make like a little flyer or whatnot. And it would just be a free event. And me and my boy Dean would just select reggae records from 12 to whenever the cops came. Half the time they never did. So probably end around like 11 or 12, whatever it may be. And we would just spin records all day outside. And the amount of traffic you get walking by yeah. was incredible because then you get these people that come up to you and they're like, what is like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like what on earth? We've never, we've never seen something. You could yeah. see how big this is. Like it looks, looks super neat. So while we did that, it was super cool too. Cause there were a couple of times where we had people come by that actually knew what a sound system was. Uh. One time specifically, in Poughkeepsie, there's a waterfront and there's a walk across the Hudson. It's a little train track they made. It's, a, uh, it's basically a walkway that you can walk over and you can get to the other side. It's a beautiful walk, but anyway, a lot of families walk in. So you can hear from like up there. I, you can hear the sounds. We're, we're, yeah, we just you, you can hear the sounds. We, we crank it. Like I, I just usually just turn it all the way up. That, you know, we have a good time. So I remember we're sitting there and a bunch of people and we're just going through crates, having a good time. And this guy runs up. And he's just like, like flabbergasted. Like yeah. doesn't, he, doesn't even know what to say. And he like pointed at me and he's like, is this yours? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, and he came up to me and like, gave me a hug. He was like, my friend, I haven't heard sound system in so many years. I'm from Trinidad and I grew up around this. And when I grew up, my brothers used to take me around to hear sound system and I just don't get it here. And he's like, I cannot believe this is here. Dude was freaking out. Yeah. And that just gave me like, chills down my spine because I'm like, this is what I'm trying to do. You got someone who actually really appreciates it, grew up with it. Yeah. A, a sound boy, sound you boy. could say. An OG sound boy, man. Yeah. And it's cool. It's happened a couple times. Uh, there's a couple of different sessions we've done that I've had people just walk by and they know exactly what a sound system is. They know what Roots Reggae is. They can hear it and they, they, they appreciate it. And they would walk over and they give their respect and we give it back. Yeah. And that's all I really plan to do with it. Um, as far as educating people, I just want, I like to share it with people. Yeah. So I always say this too, a sound system is only so much fun by yourself. A sound system is much more fun when you enjoy it with others. So being able to have a crew of yeah. mine, a close group of friends, people who are dedicated to, I actually just saw some of the high-vice sweatshirt out there. Oh yeah, say it was I've awesome. seen I've seen it yeah. before. So I was it's like, cool. I, I, we wait, said, is that yours? So that's that's okay, mine. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. brought that, I got to represent. That's the OG one. Yeah, I have yeah. a couple others, but that one's the OG one. And it's cool because, you know, we'll do these runs, we'll just make a post and People want to support. People love what we're doing, so they they, yeah. they buy it. And then I'll be doing tunic stuff. You know, just come across in the crowd and be like, "Yo, what's up? Thanks for thanks for representing." They're like, "What's up, man?" I'm like, "Yo, it's my sound. I'm like, thank you so much," and they absolutely love it. Um, cool. I yeah, I plan to just keep on doing it where I'm at. I just moved to Asheville, so I want to do more. I want to bring those sessions to that city now. Uh, we did it up in the Hudson Valley, and I think you can only do so much in one city you have to expand so yeah. uh, with yeah. us just moving 
I definitely hope to meet the right people and grow small. There is a scene down there, um, but you know, for the hand-built sound systems and the the daytime sessions, man, the, the the roots reggae sessions in the day on a Sunday is just it's unmatched vibe sometimes, man. Some of the best fucking days I've had yeah. were on those sound system Sundays. And you can ask any of the people that come, do they all know how much fun we have? We're barbecuing, we're oh, eating nice. good food, nice. we're drinking margarita, whatever we want. We're having a good time under the sun listening to some good music through your sound system and that's all i could ask for sometimes dude that's the best <laughs> and that's the thing that people sometimes don't realize when you go and see especially bass music on a good system it's a completely different experience and i also like what you said about like you know sharing it with people i've always felt like a motto of mine is life is better shared Thank you. so like yeah, you if you can share it with other people hell yeah like yeah. let's I feel Let's that go. way about a lot of things. Um, yeah. Sharing is caring. They'd say that for a reason, man. It takes you a long way, you know, and yeah. having this beautiful thing is something that I think needs to be shared amongst a lot of people. And it's so cool to see how many people reciprocate that love back to you. For sure, dude. Yeah. This is kind of a rando question, yeah. but it's kind of a fun one. It might open up a door. Um, you know, some people probably know you for high vi um, but what's something people would be surprised to know about you? Just like a random, like, yo, you would never guess this, but I, uh, got you, you got one? Okay. <laughs> so only my closest friends, my girlfriend including would know this, but I am a donut fanatic. This donuts? Boy loves donuts. So what I do is oh. every single city I play in, I try and get a donut. Okay. And I actually have an album on my phone of all the donuts I've taken of all these different cities that I've played at. And I, wa I wanted to do something cool where it was like, all right, like here's a donut, this is the city I'm playing, and like trying to do something cool with, with media content. To be honest, man, I'm sure you know, like the media content get a little overwhelming sometimes. It's a lot. So it is a lot, man. It's a, it's lot. a lot to juggle, and I'm sometimes just like, so that's still a project I would like to incorporate into this project uh -huh. and just kind of incorporate like the donut tour into yeah. the music somehow. Like, you know how some people have their it's thing? Cool visuals. Of course, man. Of course. Serve donuts. Yeah, man, you know it. So it's so funny. So it's like every city we go to, like probably on the way out here tomorrow, I'm going to try and find a place just to grab one. I might have some recommendations. How do you feel about Krispy Kremes? So Krispy Kremes, so yeah, they're a little dangerous, bro. I can go in there and house a six pack. Dude, have you been and gotten them fresh? Let me tell you a little something. When I was growing up, my grandma used to take me to Krispy Kreme. And they used to have the, I mean, I'm sure they all have this, but this is the first time I went there. They got the conveyor belt going. Yeah. And she would bring me in and we'd watch the donuts get flipped, go down the hot oil, uh -huh. get flipped again, go down the hot, and do yeah. their thing down the whole assembly like line. Down like a little and lazy river. My mouth's just like salivating right yeah. there. And, you know, I got to say, they're not. They're not good for you. They're horrible for you. Yeah. But you know what? So is a lot of other stuff that we do, and moderation's key, man. You keep it a little bit here, a little bit there. It's a good time. So yeah, donut tour is definitely a thing. A lot of people might not know that. My close friends definitely do know that. Yeah, I'm a donut connoisseur. You what's, know? I mean, just to clarify, what's the best donut? Like, what's your, like, if you could just have a donut right now, would it be Krispy Kreme or would it be like? If I can have a donut right you now. You could just like oh, spawn gonna, a donut I'm in your hand. Totally butcher this name right now. There is a bakery donut shop in Pond City Market in Atlanta. Three Daughters Bakery, maybe it's called. I could, I, that might not be the right. I, I think it's Three Daughters Bakery. I can't remember, but every time I go to ATL, dog, let me uh, tell you, they got. Atlanta's cr holding it down. They got cronuts, like different layers of fucking beauty. Mm. They got such good 
frosting on it. Probably some of the best, one of the best donuts I've ever had by far. But when I go to these spots, like if I'm going to like a normal just donut shop, nothing fancy. Like that one's a little fancy. Like they got a whole bunch of different kinds. They got you know, different cream fillings, all these different you know croissant type donuts, and there's so many different the flaky donuts. You can go, you can get lost in the sauce. There, there's right? a lot of different donuts. There's man. a lot. There's a lot of different donuts. Bagels kind of like a donut. Bagels no, like a donut. It's different. The different end of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like one is super sweet and then the other is just like nice and doughy and it's good with a little bit of butter. You know what I mean? No, but no. if I'm going to get a donut at just like a standard like donut shop that I'm trying, uh-huh. strawberry frosted and sprinkles. Strawberry frosted sprinkles is your favorite oh, type? Gee, yeah. Okay. I mean, Homer Simpson. Oh, yeah. The Simpsons donut. He knows. Yeah, man. So that's I'm it. like a I'm like a chocolate like I'm kind of sadistic with the chocolate. I do the double chocolate where it's like chocolate and then you got more chocolate. I don't know. I mean, I can house a couple of those, man. Yeah, those are good. You know, it's funny though. Those it's like I obviously like, hey, don't even put in front of me. Yeah, yeah. I ain't picking you. Now dog. I know the way to your uh, the key to your heart. Yeah. You, you <laughs> yeah. want to gain some respect, man? Give me a six pack of donuts and it's a done deal. Yeah, you got yeah. my respect already, bro. <laughs> so, you got Thanks, man. No, no, I need more respect. <laughs> Let me get this truckload of Krispy Kremes on here right now, straight to his doorstep. Dude, I can just see it right now. Like, you've seen like these tor- toroidal, like it's the shape of like a donut in a 3D shape, and you could have like your font or like yeah, your man. tunic going around it or something. Yeah. It's been brewing in my head for a minute it's just i haven't just had a lot on my plate haven't gotten the chance to execute it but i have that folder on my phone Uh ready to be executed whenever and i'm going to continue to do so i'm just going to keep on uh getting them to wherever i want to wherever i end up playing and (laughs) they keep adding to the list i didn't think we were going to talk about donuts today but i'm glad i'm glad we did i mean who doesn't yeah let's be right no, I mean, you're you like weird, yeah. Something wrong with you. Yeah, like, no, I, I don't eat sugar. I'm, I'm like, all right, fine. If, if we really want to go down this rabbit hole, listen, I, I've had vegan donuts, too, and okay. some of them are actually really, really good. Oh. Like, people might hate donuts because, like, oh, they're dairy. Probably, like, you know, you just got to find a right vegan spot, and they can yeah. house a good donut. Like, it's Yeah, not, I believe it. Like, it, it's good, man. Like, people are actually, you know, they're innovative with what they can do, especially for those type of dietary restrictions. So... Sure. If you don't like donuts, I'm sorry. But, if you uh, got IBS, there's ways to eat donuts still. Yeah, yeah. Life's too short. Eat the donut. <laughs> so just to, you know, just to bring this back, uh, donuts, tunic, just wanted to ask you kind of like a question as we wrap up here. Uh, what's like, what's the plan with tunic? What do you got in the pipeline? Like, what's what's the next thing? The next thing. Yeah, so playing tonight. <laughs> playing tonight. I'm super excited for tonight. I mean, Element yeah. Five sound system, probably my, one of my favorite sound systems I've ever played on. Um, when I heard that they were gonna be here, I was like, please be on the stage and playing yeah, yeah, on. Sure enough, it was. So I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Um, the future for Tunic, though, gonna keep on pushing the sounds for what I'm doing. Um, this past year has been, it's been good. It's been busy. It's been playing a lot of shows. It's probably the most I've ever played. Um, I got four more before the year ends so i'm excited to roll out those for just this month and then for next year um since i just moved into the new house i'm gonna have the studio already and i plan to release a lot of music next year hit the studio super hard i got two vinyl releases coming out um one in the beginning of the year probably january february and then i have another one coming out in april Uh, i plan to do a self-release ep that i've been holding on to for a little bit and then I plan to do a couple releases with a few other labels that have reached out that um, I just haven't given the right tunes yet. So sure. I plan to kind of just line all that up and really run with it. The other cool thing, you asked this before, but I kind of went over the question. Um, in May, 
we're actually planning a high by tour. We're gonna do a little run of shows uh, with the sound system with uh, two UK artists. So they'll be coming over here for a couple weeks and we're gonna just hit the road and we're gonna go do a couple shows with them with the sound and that's like a dream that I've always wanted to do. And the fact that it's kind of like brewing, kind of coming together rather quickly is pretty surreal to see. Yeah. So um, that's gonna be rolling out soon, you know. Nice, uh, nice. We're gonna probably get some more stops locked in for that and super excited. And yeah, Tunic's just gonna, I'm just gonna keep on making music, putting it on and yeah. we'll just keep on traveling around doing what I'm doing and talking to people like you. Nice, man. Connected. Dude, I'm having... excited about that. I'm excited we'll be that. watching out for it and keep your eyes peeled. Don't shut them. No shutting eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Well, I know, I know we could keep talking. Could. You got a set soon. Absolutely. So we I'm just stoked. we just wanted to wish you the best of luck with your set. Hopefully we can catch some of it. Yo, uh, I don't know what our schedule looks like exactly, but. Right yeah, no, no, we'll hear it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um, thank just, you so much for having me. Dude, thanks again for coming out. Seriously, I appreciate super appreciate it. I don't know what we're gonna, how we're gonna end this, but we're ending it now. We ended it, baby. Yeah, peace. Much love and respect, peace. <laughs> peace out. We were gonna stop recording, but we're actually not because we got one more question. Yes. <laughs> um, how did you get your name Tunic? Is there a story behind it? There is. Tunic. Because tunic, I think of a tunic as like something, it's like a piece of clothing that you wear. I'm thinking like... Excel? Link yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I was thinking like World of tunic? Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A tunic. So a tunic. So it's one of my favorite questions, actually. So tunic. I had a couple names I wanted to do, but none of them really stuck with me good. You know, some of them would be there and I would try and, you know, think of it in my head. And I was just like, nah, it's not it. Until one day I was uh, out of high school. I was in anatomy class and I was learning about the vascular system of the human body. And during those studies, you learn about the different layers of your blood vessels. And the innermost layer of your blood vessel is called the tunica intima, which is always touching your blood. So I figured my music's in my blood and it's always touching me. So tunic kind of just like stuck and I was like, that's it. That's it. Yeah, and Are I kind of just rocked with it and People like it, you know, tunic, two syllables, it kind of rolls off the tongue and I liked it. And I kind of would just keep on telling it to myself, like, does it work, does it work? And then I told people how I found it, like, nah, we, we fucked with that, so I'm like, yeah. say less. So I kind of just rolled with it. Nice, dude, no, I like that. Is it, are you a big, like, biology guy? I mean, your blood, it's like your life source, you know, like. And so, yeah, so uh, anatomy is cool, biology is sweet. Uh, I was in like a type of, medical trade school uh, oh okay, okay i was a spine tech for oh, seven really? eight years wow. and then i i stopped I got doing... some knots and some kinks maybe you can help me out do a little chiropractic fix that up real yeah. quick i'll go in there and fuse your vertebrae together really want <laughs> i'm not ready i'm not you, ready. you don't want that though trust me <laughs> no, i've heard you don't want that <laughs> but yeah it kind of just stuck um but yeah i was doing that for a while and in school it kind of just clicked with me and it, i was like wow this is it yeah. Gave me like chills in the class. I remember I like stood up. I was like, I, I gotta leave real quick. You're like, let me write this down. I went outside and I looked. I was like, tunic, tunic. And I think in my in my trap, I remember when it was because this is a while. This is like 2014. This is before I launched the project. I was like trying to like think of stuff way before. Because even when I first started tunic, I wasn't making the music that I was making now. Just like a lot of other 140 producers, I was into the rhythm and bro step scene. You know, out of like the metal phase. That yeah. was like kind of what came next and that's what i was exposed to first so obviously that's what i was trying to make way before i even launched the project but i wanted to have a name to it 
So that's kind of what I thought of. And I kept the name and obviously developed my craft differently. And then, yeah, around, I think it was 2018, 2019 is when I started putting out like sound system music and uh, it got really good feedback. And I was like, you know, this is, this is the type of style of music that I really want to run with. Nice, and nice. Uh, now it. you're locked in. Back now in. now yeah, it's now it's really in the blood. Yeah, now it's, it's here for life, man. Like I said before, life's just too short, man. Just do what you love and make the best of it because you never know when that day might be your last. So just keep it going. Let's go. That's a great way to end it. <laughs> All right. Peace out for real. All my love and respect. <laughs>